This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And now, here's your host. He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh. Thank you! I'm here all week. Right, Chris. Hello, good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon, good day, goodbye. Hello. Welcome along. How the devil are we all? Uh, this is Leicester Till I Die TV, and we are live now on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. 
uh, at Leicester Till I Die TV or the new moniker we are slowly changing to LTID TV. And we say hello, good evening and welcome. Not as good as David Frost, but I do my best to everybody who is watching us via, you know, I've got to get this right, UT, let me, I'll wait for it to go, there we go, U-T-I-C-I-A-D, you know, U-T-C-I-A-D, long name for a channel. Up the channels in all departments, good evening to everybody who is watching on both channels. You are more than welcome, Bournemouth fans, a lovely place, Bournemouth. Don't know why I'm saying that, but it is. I live down here, that's why. Welcome along. Uh, had a good day? Nervous? Tense? Nervous? Headache? <sighs> you know what I found today? And if you are under the age of about 40, you need to go and ask your parents. Checkbooks. Do you remember when we had do checkbooks? Yes. Go and ask your parents, kids. Unbelievable. I feel really, really old now. But look, hey, it's the match. It's a six-pointer. But then aren't they all now? Aren't they all? Um, Post-Brendan. Brendan, the Belen has gone. Uh, we've now got Adam and um, and, and um, the other guy in charge, Mike. Can think of his name then? The other guy. Um, oh, and we're up against a team who had a reasonably new manager last time we played. And they, uh, they outfoxed and outfought the great, great coach, that Brendan always claimed to be. Uh, we they are back up our end, if you pardon the expression, and they are going to be, well, we haven't exactly got a good history against them. But look, let's say hello to a few people. Um, Dan is in, Dan Short. Evening, Craig, up the cherries. No no need to see which way, uh, which channel you're watching it on. Um, I can see anyway. So uh, welcome along, Dan. Nice to have you. Um, I do live just outside Bournemouth, so don't do give me any hate because I am, I am a adopted Dorset son, if you like. Uh, JB is in. Evening, Chris, mate. Hope all is well. Massive game Saturday. It is indeed. Uh, Thunder is in. Good evening. I don't support Leicester, but I love that song. What can I say? Share the love. Share the love. You are welcome. Uh, JB says, you know it's a big game when you're nervous on a Thursday night. I've been nervous since... Uh, uh, I, I do have a problem, and I was I was talking on, on Craig's channel. Craig is coming in from up the cherries in all departments in a second. And I said to him earlier, my commode is on order. I'm hopefully it's coming today, and I can just sit here, and I don't even have to get up to trip myself. So hopefully that arrives on time. Scott, good evening. How the devil are you? Hope you and your family are all well. Um, Brad is in. Uh, this is quite literally a relegation six-pointer. It is. A point is no good to anybody. Uh, and Nate is in all the way from the good old US of A. Good evening, Nate. How are you? Welcome along. Now, if you're wondering why I'm sort of gabbing on as I am doing, it's because we're waiting for Craig. He's having a few technical problems. You know what he's like. He's, he's a diva. He's a diva. He likes to uh, he likes to make an entrance. While we're waiting for him, let's just say, if you are listening to us on your favourite podcast platform, Lester Till I Die, uh, we are on all Spotify, Apple, Google, everything. We're there. We're all about. Um, thank you for lending me your ears. Uh, you can ask your smart speakers to play the podcast Lester Till I Die, and it will do. And you can find us, whatever socials you, you're on, 
we're on we're on most of them. We're on most of them. Um, and as Scott says there, guys, make sure to smash the like button and subscribe to such a great channel. Scott, thank you so very much. And uh, hey, the checks in the post. Hey, you think anybody would think I didn't plan this show? And if you've seen it often enough, you'll know I didn't. Uh, Matthew is in. Good evening, Matthew. Hey, Chris, Matt, Craig's co-host from up the. Uh, oh, hello, hello, Matt. How are you? You should have had me on. I know more than Craig. Well, we've had Craig on a on a quiz. Remember, so I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, Scott can honestly say, fear the worst of the weekend. Not confident whatsoever. You and me both, mate. Uh, Nate. Have you seen any of the Women's World Cup shirts? Adidas really did a good job again. I haven't, but who knows? We will probably have to do another shit shirt show. Um, you know we love doing those. Uh, talking of which, England are winning 1-0 against Brazil in the All Over the World Universe Challenge Cup, whatever it is. Uh, we should have been 2-0 up, but VAR got involved. Uh, and I'm still I'm still nattering away here because I'm still waiting for Craig. Uh, and uh, I apologise to the, the red and black Craig. Um, no, he's still not. He's still not. I don't know what he's doing. Honestly, you know, you, you think he could afford a decent bloody internet, uh, Craig. You know, but look, while we're waiting, let me just go through some news, which I would have gone through with, with Lester Craig if he'd been here. But uh, I can say he isn't. So let us go through it. So Leicester, this is just the latest gossip uh, that's been out today. Leicester City are considering an experienced caretaker manager, such as Martin O'Neill or Rafa Benitez as Brendan Rodgers' replacement until the end of the season. Not sure about that. Could be worse. Could be Scott Parker. Uh, in the summer, they will target Graham Potter. Yes, let's 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 get a bit of magic. Uh, they will con <laughs> contact uh, and target Graham Potter, recently sacked by Chelsea and Brentford manager Thomas Frank, uh, while ex-Southampton boss Ralph Huthenhall and not Jesse March, Sky. What have you been drinking? Ex-Borussia Mönchengladbach manager Aidy Witter could also be an option. In transfer news, in the latest transfer news, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> the Foxes are set to demand around £50 million, uh, for England attacking midfielder James Madison, with Tottenham the favourites to sign. I think it will depend where Brendan goes, because he absolutely is in love with Brendan. Uh, Arsenal have opened talks with midfielder Yuri Tillemans. All I can say is, Yuri, just fuck off and go, please. Um, and finally, uh, the Foxes are leading the race to sign Valencia and uh, Georgia uh, goalkeeper Giorgio. Oh, here we go. Maman, Maman, Villaville. Yeah, 22. So we could be signing him. I tell you what, <laughs> we'll make a bit of money on the shirt sales with, the, with his name on. And uh, here we go. These, according to Skybet, are our, or it was earlier, and we don't recommend gambling. And if you do gamble, ladies and gentlefolk, please do. Um, when the fun stops, stop. We have to say that. Uh, Benitez is favourite. Graham Potter has gone out a little bit since he turned us down, as you would. Uh, Adam Sadler and Mike Stowell are in there at nine to one, along with the uh, the Celtic manager. We can't go there twice, can we? Ralph Huthenhall. Jesse March, Martin O'Neill, Stephen uh, Gerrard, John Toll Thomason, who I would like, Nigel Pearson, Frank Hayes, Michael Carrick, Steve Cooper, Andy Witter, 
Mauricio Potuccino, Patrick Vieiro, and Nuno Espirito Santo. Everybody there and the dog, all except Scott Parker. Yes, and we, to be honest with you, if it doesn't work out with Gary O'Neill, I'm sure he'll be welcomed back with open arms at Bournemouth. Um, let me just go through a few more uh, chats. That is no problem. Lester Craig is still having problems with his camera. Probably looking at his face and going, what, you want people to see that? Really? I'm not working. Um, get up a few comments and we'll bring my guest in. Um, David, evening, guys. Any hope Saturday? Nope. <laughs> oh, we're all so confident, aren't we? If it was Bournemouth, I'd be praying for an early goal. Got a feeling we'll get the King Power bouncing and then run away with it. I don't know what you're drinking, but I'll have some of it, please. Uh, Harrison signed a, uh, signed a new contract. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we didn't. That wasn't our fault. We didn't get him. Leeds did recall him. Uh, might be in popular opinion, but I think somehow Yuri is going to save our season. He's injured. He's injured, Nate. I mean, he he couldn't save a fart at the moment. Um, <laughs> request, yes, request a bet, Scott. He's yours, mate. He's yours. We don't want to. We don't want to upset you. We don't want to take you. It'd, like, it'd be like taking your favourite son away, wouldn't it? Um, so at least, uh, breaking news, Brendan is on the cusp of returning to his former club, Chelsea. Uh, Wesley Fofano is devastated by the news and has had to put in his transfer request. Like it, Scott, like it. Uh, you've been off since the World Cup. He's been off all season, let's be honest. Uh, so Lester Craig is saying exactly he's agreeing with me about his face. He just, he'll, he'll, oh, England have gone 2-0 up again. Um, we wanted to make an entrance, like I say. No, he's not, oh, are they showing the first goal? No, I think that was just a, re, a repeat of the first goal. Look, he's waiting, bless him. I, I can't leave him waiting any longer, as much as I want to. Uh, let me bring him in. Um, uh, let, me, let, me, let me do... But first of all, I've got to line this up. Here we go, it's that one. And then I can bring him in. Craig! Thank you for being so patient. That's that all right, Chris. That would have been filled up with me and the, our Craig, but our Craig, obviously not as efficient as you. Exactly. I don't know what he, I tell you what, it's that porn he watches, you know. He downloads it and he, he's everything got some virus. You know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> not all the kids coming in our chat. <laughs> oh yeah to be honest of course it's going on to our channel tonight as well so um yeah, yeah i'm hoping um your um uh, ladies of the night don't decide to um stream over to up the cherries in all departments <laughs> <laughs> well we know who it is but i dare say we'll set you up next time. <laughs> um, oh, how is the missus <laughs> yeah all good <laughs> <laughs> All I'll say, mate, is oh, bloody good value for money she is. Uh, <laughs> oh, please don't tell me she's dead as well. No. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Do you know what? Every time I come on this show, it is chaos. It yes. is chaos. It's uh, a chaos channel. It is. Yeah, absolute mad. <laughs> Your channel might be the multicoloured swap shop, but this is Tidwog, mate. <laughs> oh, you love... To be honest, you love the shirts. 
that you know those retro shirts that we had especially the one i had on the other day when you come on the screen had gone all fuzzy and wrong <laughs> honestly that was a great shirt great shirt from i think it was 92 to 94 um the exchange and mark classic um so then you, then you should have exchanged it <laughs> <laughs> no honestly they're going like hot cakes at the club shop so um yeah it's well, uh, no accounting for taste is there <laughs> what you don't realise is they've sold so many because they've been buying them from the boat people that are landing at Pool Harbour. JB, stay online for the score predictions later. We're doing it a little bit different this uh, this week. Um, we will be having always saying up or downs in there as well. Uh, let's be having you, Craig. Uh, not only is the bad hook quizzes, he's terrible with... Yeah, he's 3-1 down in our quiz, guys. This is why he's not coming on. This is why he's not coming on, I'll tell you. He's running scared of me. Craig, you're running scared. Get your ass on here now. I think uh, Matt means me. I think he's saying that I'm crap at quizzes. But I, believe it or not, didn't I actually get through to the next round? I was quite good at the quiz. You, you did. Uh, I think you're a 15-year-old, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, no. You know, I wasn't. Uh, you know, who, who was it I was playing? Oh, no, a Leeds fan, wasn't it? Oh, oh yes. Well, <laughs> he made there we you go. look good. That's how bad he was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> 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 the quiz that I had to end because of my mental health problems... Um, and probably won't be making a comeback. <laughs> but, um, uh, going down like Katie Price. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Uh, and Matt, uh, you didn't tell us you were having... Oh, no. <laughs> no. Hang on a second. This is... I've got... I'm sorry. This has to be done. Paddy, how are you doing? <laughs> I, do you know what? I don't watch Emmerdale, so I don't know how. I don't know what lines I need to say in this. All I've been done is I've been compared. This started with my little brother. When I started doing this show online, he basically started making out that uh, Paddy from Emmerdale was a Bournemouth fan. Uh, okay. I've got to be honest with you. I'm sounding like I know who he is, and I really, really don't. But. Uh... <laughs> I mean, obviously, Matthew watches Emmerdale. It's probably the only fresh air he gets. Um, <laughs> Good evening, Sammy. How are you doing? Right, we are going... Oh, oh, I do believe... You see, if you talk shit long enough, not only do you get banged, but you get somebody come in. Craig Hello, Craig. 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 Hang on a second. I, I can't let you come in like that without um, without an official welcome. <laughs> I think he's, I think he, he's not going to get into the Man City game at this rate. Yeah, I don't know what's gone wrong tonight. The I've had to uh, plug in a, a, a different camera just to try and get it worked. I, I know, you know, I've upset a lot of people by actually getting the camera to work, but. Um, <laughs> Hi <laughs> Spencer, how are you doing? This is going to get very confusing because we're going to have, I'm going to have to call you um, 
Bournemouth Craig and Leicester Craig. So otherwise, it's going to get very, uh, very. You, you could call me anything you want, Chris. It's fine. I, I, I was going while you weren't here, but I've got to watch yeah. it. Craig, welcome along. I'm going to ask you the first question. Um, if we lose against Bournemouth to, to, on Saturday, uh, is Rogers going to be sacked? <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe they'll bring him back. <laughs> hey, I asked him that for about how many weeks was it? <laughs> Every mm. game. If we lose, just go. <laughs> Maybe we'll just bring him back as an interim to the end of the season. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm putting my money on Scott Parker. Get him in to keep us up. <laughs> he won't yeah. keep you up. He won't keep you up, Chris. Let's be honest. What he'll do is he'll make it. it, it that Crystal Palace game that you was going on about was so terrible. Get ready for more of that, if not worse, where he'll just make you sit back and let whoever it is play in front of you. Um, I think he's a great appointment for you, Chris. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> you want to keep him away from doing the return when you go down, because he's obviously very good at getting you to come back again. I know the perfect place for Scott Parker. Go Southampton. On. <laughs> he loves he'll have, love it there. I have actually got Scott Parker here on another camera. Let's bring him in. This is what we think of Scott. Harsh. <laughs> I don't think that's harsh. I think you know that's quite yeah, quite fair to be honest. Just for you Bournemouth fans watching on up the terrace. But look, Craig, Lester Craig, because you're gonna get confusing. That list there. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, obviously, Graham Potter's drifted a little bit because he's he's not coming, uh, he's yeah. obviously always going to do that. Um, anybody there that excites you? I mean, the, on Monday night, we had uh, we had the show, and I think you're talking about um, so many different scenarios like, do we yeah. get somebody to come in till the end of the season? If we stay and stay up, we've got to get one type of manager, if we go down, we've got to get another type of manager. Uh, Martin O'Neill, Rafa Benitez. I mean, they're the two that have been said. Do you think either of them would you have them in till the end of the season? Uh, I, I, I can explain my thoughts on Rafa Benitez very, very easily, Chris. Um, I would rather have you in charge. <sighs> I well, a lot of people would. What can I say? <laughs> um, I agree um, with you. I have to say I do agree with you on that. Absolutely. No, he's a mercenary. He, he doesn't care, to be honest. He'll come and take the money. When I, I've said this before. I said it when, when he was at Everton. I said it when he was at Newcastle. If the team plays well, he's a genius. If they lose, it's the players. You know, I, I just cannot, cannot stick the guy. And uh, and anybody who, who, who asks for him... Um, I'm thinking, I, I, I do worry about their sanity. Yeah. Apparently, you look like Martin Kemp, Lester Craig. Right, I, I wish I had his money, that's for sure. Well, yes. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll let him keep his son. <laughs> um, Potter and Posh. I don't want the guy from Celtic. Why do we want this guy from Celtic? We've had yeah, a Celtic, I don't know. It's where it's gone. I'm not, I'm not overly convinced on Potter, to be honest. I just think... I think it's more of the same. You know, I think you get um, Brendan Mark too, to be honest. Um, that wasn't he, to you, by the way. That was to Luke. No, 
I, th I think him and Brendan are very similar. I, th I think, you know, they, they like to play nice football, but I don't think they get into their players. I heard someone was talking on the radio this week and, and they were talking about you have managers who are okay for the sort of bottom half of the uh, of the Premier League and then you have elite managers who manage the, the top clubs. Mm. And the, the, the elite managers, the managers of the top clubs, very rarely... Do they just stand passively on the sideline, like Brendan does, like Graham Potter does? They have standards and they hold their players to account during the game, not behind closed doors in a team meeting or on a training ground. They hold their players to account for their levels of performance during the game. No, Brendan never that. seemed to do that and I've not seen Graham Potter do that for me. So I'm not sure whether you're getting anything different if you appoint Graham Potter. Uh, I, I'd like us, you know, I, to be honest, if we can't get an, an elite like a Pochettino or someone, then I'd like us to take a chance on on Thomason or uh, or Carrick, somebody like that, some up and coming guy with I, some fresh ideas. I must admit that I can't I can't use these anymore because obviously you know. Uh, with, with how Brendan was at the side of the pitch, trying to steal bars. Yeah. I can't even have used them anymore. <laughs> um, Matthew says, um, love the 90s Foxes retro shirt. Some teams have good retro shirts, Matthew. <laughs> Some of them look like they've been painting. Oh, in Chris, our ones are brilliant. Did you see Matt's Frizzell one? I've got one of those as well. The one with Frizzell over the front, it's, of course, it's wider stripes. Uh, back from 1994-95, outstanding shirt. Outstanding shirt, Chris. If you say so. If you say so. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be linked with everybody and the dog. I suppose the one good thing is that Frank Lampard's gone back to Chelsea, so that's one off the list. <laughs> um, but look, we, we've got this game coming up. These are the match officials. Just, just one thing, Trace, just one thing. A, a, a name that I haven't seen on that list um, to come in as a, 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 till the end of the season, who, who I thought might have been, was uh, Neil Lennon. He was mentioned Someone... the other night, yes. He was mentioned. He's not on that yeah. list. No, no. no I think so. I mean, oh, someone who does know the club, yeah. but you would think would try and uh, get them to play with a little bit more passion. Whether it's difficult these days, isn't it? For you know, any manager who comes in who's only going to be there for a few games, mm. I, I don't know whether they can have that effect. It's an interesting one what they've done at Chelsea with Frank Lampard, to be honest. I would take but at least, it. I suppose it's at least the experience. That again. That's got that experience and. I, yeah. I would take I would take Lennon, but only till the end of the season. Yeah, know? exactly. But, yeah. Anyway, those are those are the match officials. We've got David Coop on um, the uh, um, in the middle of the pitch, and Neil Swarbrick on VAR. Um, right. So, guys, um, you did this to me earlier, uh, Bournemouth Craig. So I'm going to yep. do this to you. There we go. How <sighs> high is that? Has anybody's bottom been as squeaky as it is right now? I mean, Bournemouth, Craig, I mean, you, you're two points ahead yeah. uh, of us. But, you know, we saw West Ham the other day. They won and jumped all the way up to 15th, but they're still only on the same number of points. How confident are you that you can stay up? After the Fulham game, 
And to be honest, I I come out of that game. The first half was poor. We were terrible. To be honest, we played like a League One side in that first half, but we weren't punished. And a lot of that has to be down to Mitrovic didn't play. Um, of course, William didn't play either as well. So those two were out. The second half was fantastic. And I did come out of that game and I thought, you know, we've got a chance. This could be it. After the Brighton match, which was poor, um, you know, Brighton are a very, very good side. Of course, it's gone a little bit flat. The problem I find is that it seems to be that we're winning one game, losing one game, winning one game, losing one game. Now, if we do that till the end of the season, we'll be okay. But it just concerns me. I don't want us to slip into that rut just after the World Cup where we went, I think it was eight, nine games without a win. Um, that would, of course, would sink us at that this point in time. So I'm optimistic. Do I think we can do it? Half of me thinks we can. Half of me thinks that we might get a little bit found out. Um, our fixture list um, is looking favourable against some of the teams in and around us. Um, so the likes of, I think Southampton are down, but Forest have got quite hard running. Um, for example, Everton, you know, they're okay, they've done all right, but again, they've got some tough games coming up. Leeds, another one that's got some tough games. Wolves, Wolves, when you look at Wolves' running, they've probably got the easiest running of the lot, but they're the side who seem to be able to beat the teams at the top, but then, you know, lose to the teams at the bottom. So it's going to be tight. Leicester Craig, I mean, I think Bournemouth Craig was rubbing it in there for us. Win one, lose one, win one, lose one. What, what's winning? Wouldn't that be nice? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have got, well, according to all the, you know, the supercomputers and everything, we have got one of the easier runs. But we, I mean, at the moment, we could not beat the Rosen Crown women's second five aside team. That's how bad we are. I'm sorry. I mean, you went. I presume you went to the, the Palace game. Yeah. For me, that first half. The, the Villa game, yeah. Uh, the, no, the Palace. Oh, was that? Did we know we went to Palace away? The Palace was know? away. Yeah. Palace was away. That Palace game, that yeah. first half to me, and we, you know, you're of a similar age to me. We've we've had the pleasure of Frank McClintock. Uh, we've had the pleasure of David Pleat, Peter Taylor. That was possibly the worst forty-five minutes I have seen. Leicester City as a club play, we were god I I, awful. I, I think I said online that um, I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of stats, but I think those stats probably did for Rogers. Um, so to, to, you know, to give up 31 chances against yeah. three, you know, 31 goal attempts against three in 90 minutes to give up. 20 goal attempts to Palace in the first half, the most of any team since 2015. They're, they're damning statistics. Otherwise, I think he would have got the Villa game. If we'd have put up a half-decent showing, even if that Mateta goal hadn't have gone in, I, I'm not sure whether he would have survived just because of the performance and the stats. If no. we had a half-decent performance, I think he would have got the Villa game as well. But I think those that performance was just 
the straw that broke the camel's back that there was just no change you know it was it it, it was an all of you say brendan let it is on his way out left us with a record the problem is it was a record because of the difference between the shots you know from one yeah. team to the other i mean I, I was on craig's show earlier bournemouth craig that is and um he, i said to him it was like watching zulu because every time we got seemed to kick the ball away they just kept coming back at us our heat map in that first half do you what i've seen darker brown bread than uh, than, than anything on post stats it was awful um, I saw uh, someone mention Rourke's drift, but I just thought it was someone else we'd been linked with in the summer transfer window. Hey, bum bum. Uh, hey. He doesn't tell many. <laughs> Can I just say, on that, thank God. Um, <laughs> you know you know, we love you, Craig. You know we love you. you know. Is that a joke? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I can either be here, Chris. I can either be here telling crap jokes or I, I can just be lying on a beach in Barbados or somewhere. I know where I'd rather be. Obviously, well, Barbados here. is very is very overrated. So yeah. I've heard. Oh, watching England women is a bit like watching Leicester. We've been 1-0 up. We've got a second goal that was disallowed. We are in the 92nd minute and Brazil have equalised. I mean, that's just... I might as well have put a, a Leicester video on mine. Yeah. Villa. Villa Craig, Leicester Craig. Yeah. Villa. All right, we lost the game. But we were getting... I mean, against Palace, we, were, we weren't even second to the balls. We were third and fourth. Yeah. And against Villa, at least the performance was there. Um, oh, they've got Danny Ward. Some... Goal for England. <laughs> <laughs> in, in some in some ways the performance was there it didn't translate into clear chances that we created we, we obviously had a couple Suter had a, had, had a clear chance um it did you know we didn't cut them open and create clear chances but it was a much improved performance in terms of uh tenacity a bit of aggression um you know it, it's the thing that we've wanted to see you know for a while now a bit more aggression and then you know kdh oversteps the mark and gets to uh two yellows and is instantly criticized for going into a challenge that he shouldn't have gone into so i do feel that you can't really win sometimes <laughs> but there was definitely there definitely appeared to be a bit more fight about them harvey barnes was the most aggressive i've seen i think in his career yeah. um but they I, hopefully they can hang on to that aggression but just you know, get the team selection and shape right because that that was slightly off, I think, for me against Villa. Two up front. I think it, uh, for me it's two up front, or or I don't know. Even if you go three, you know, three across uh, behind in in a sort of diamond, but you can't play Madison out of position on the right hand side just to just to accommodate two central defensive mids. Yeah. I mean, Bournemouth Craig. Um, yeah. Going into the match, this is our form. Um, <laughs> all right, you lost to to, to, to Brighton, and was that, you beat Fulham. Although I did, as I said earlier, it was Mitrovic less, I believe. Um, you lost to Villa. Um, you beat Liverpool. Um, yeah. And you you only just lost, in fairness, to Arsenal. I mean, if if that was my, I'd I'd love that form at the moment. 
does that not give you confidence going into the game? Yeah, of course. Um, I think if we can rediscover what we did against Arsenal, but to be honest, against Arsenal, we were fantastic. We were 2 0 up. Yep. Okay, they pegged us back, but that's why they are going to win the league. Against Liverpool, fantastic performance. Liverpool, yeah, maybe might have been a bit below par, but at the same time, you know, great result. Um, The Fulham game, second half, excellent. So there is a lot of positives to take from that. However, there is the side of us as well that, like when we went to Aston Villa, um, we were poor that day. We were still in that game. We was only one nil up, and I might get criticised for what I'm going to say here. But against Aston Villa, one nil down, we was going to ch- we made a change um, to actually take off Adam Smith and put on David Brooks. Now it's great to see David Brooks back in the side after, of course, coming back from lymphoma, and you know. Uh, absolute brilliant player for uh, this football club. Um, lovely man as well. And But it was the wrong decision tactically. You know, it was great to see him back, but it was the wrong decision tactically. And, of course, that's how we conceded two more goals. It lost the shape of that side. Um, so, although that gives me faith, I think there is some mistakes that Gary O'Neill has made. And I think he made another mistake on Tuesday night because I think he should have started the side that come back so well against Fulham. Right. Oh, I was only going to add more to that. Um... (laughs) But, yeah, I'm hoping that's what he'll do, is he'll think, right, okay, we'll start with the side that actually beat Fulham. Uh, or you know that second half team, Tavernier I think has to play personally. Craig, we can't get we can't take any hope from that at all, can we? Really? No, I mean what what worries me, and you, you'll have seen that in my uh, score prediction that you come on to later, is um, <laughs> the performance that worries me is the one you put up against Liverpool, um, where you just soaked it all up and hit them on the break. And you could have had more goals um, in in that game. It was only a matter of time, really, watching that early on uh, before you got one because Liverpool didn't learn their lessons um, but just kept coming on forward. And I think that's something that we're a little bit susceptible to. Ollie Watkins loved doing that run last uh, against, uh, against us for Villa. He loves running in behind and we are susceptible to a ball over the top. Uh, or a quick break, and for me, that's where your best chance lies. So uh, that does worry me a little. Lester Craig, I want to stop with you because this guy was picked the other night. Um, and I'd... Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends 
we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I believe, and again, I'm going to probably get hate mail for this. I think he was picked for the wrong reasons. Um, yeah, Jamie Vardy's been involved in eight goals in 13 league appearances against Bournemouth. Uh, seven goals, one assist, with six of those coming in six games at the King Power. But that was then. That isn't the Jamie Vardy of now. He had five touches in that first half against Villa. I think he was on there purely to get the crowd on our side. Um, because, you know, we wanted... You know, there's a lot of people out there that think Vardy is still going to get, you know, 20 goals a season. Do you Would you agree with that? Or do you think it, it was right to be picked... No, I think I think partly right, Chris. Um, I think I think he was picked for the not for the crowd. I think he was picked to try and set the tempo and set a level of aggression. I think that's why he was picked, to be honest. And he did that very early on. He went into a couple of challenges, which you know there was no need to go into. You know, there was one down by the touchline where the only thing he could do was give away a goal kick. But he rattled in to get the challenge and to take the guy out as well. So, for me, I think that's why um, he was put on. Yes. Uh, yes. But, but the flip side of that is Villa, as, as I say, we're susceptible to a ball over the top. Villa pushed up so deep and a ball over the top would have created many, many more chances. But Vardy wasn't really making that run or looking to make that run. To bend his run in front of Tyrone Mings and go in behind into the space. And, it, you know, he was waiting for them to look like they were going to play it. Whereas before, you know, in the golden years, you didn't look. The ball was laid back into midfield. Vardy would have been on his bike, but he wasn't doing that. And uh, for me, that was that was disappointing. And I think Dakar would have made many more of those runs. So, yeah, I think he was brought in to try and set tempo, but he didn't really cause... The player that got problems. the most goals against Villa was Ian Acho, and he never even got on the pitch. Yeah, you know. I'm going to say that the, the 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 I think the tactics were right. He just they just played the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bournemouth, Craig. Yeah, some of us do make an effort. Um, nice to see that you you haven't. Um, do you know what? I, I I did think I did think of actually changing the shirt. You know, I've got plenty in there. You know, to be honest, not as many as Matt has. Matt has got tons and tons and tons of shirts. You, you'd be surprised. I've only got um, the odd one, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. You've got loads in there. <laughs> I was actually waiting to see whether you noticed it was the same shirt, just the first. <laughs> yeah. um, but, yeah, it's like, it's like they do, like, when they record six shows on the telly all in, uh, all in one go, they're, like, chained for every show so you think it's a different week. Yeah, I, I let the team down there. But, to be honest, I could... It would have meant going to get, you know, another shirt and running the wrath of the son who's currently playing um, Fortnite. Talking of television, if you are doing, everybody that's watching, if you are nothing on Sunday night, uh, and I think it's about quarter to eight, 20 to eight, uh, check out Talk TV. 
because they're doing they've got a football show and uh, so they've got some good some good guests on. Have a guess who's also on there. Oh God, no! <laughs> you get the pleasure of me. I didn't see your name on the list. Otherwise, didn't I you? Oh well, you you got the pleasure of me. Sorry, Chris, you got put up with me again. Check it out. Oh, no, I can see that we're both going to be on at the same time. Check it out, guys. You get the pleasure of both of us reviewing the game. One of them oh. will be happy, the other one will be well pissed off. God help them. Yeah. Or. Oh, we could both be pissed off, Chris, because to be honest, if it's a draw, it's not going to do either of us any favours, is it? Let's make us both happy here. Between them at Bournemouth, Bournemouth, uh, Craig, uh, (laughs) Dominic Solanke and Philip Billing have either scored or assisted 10 of Bournemouth's 12 Premier League away goals this season. You said earlier on your show, Billing, you, you, you would hope he might get a goal. Yeah, he's an outstanding talent. Um, when his head's in the right place, I think he's a confidence player. You know, he's outstanding. Now, of course, he did score against Leicester at Dean Court. I'm sorry, I had to remind you of that. And I think that that was one of his poorest games until he scored. When he actually scored, I think, you know, the whole game for him flipped. And that's what billing can be like sometimes. Sometimes you can have, you know, a match which is a little bit poorer, but once he gets that confidence up by doing something in the game, then, you know, he's, he's by far, you know, from the players that started the season, okay, we've signed Hatara, we've signed Hamid Trori. Trori is a real talent. But from those that were here at the start of the season, I think he is the most talented player of the lot, but he is a confidence player. Good evening, Lena. How are you? Welcome along. Uh, England uh, against Brazil has now gone to penalties. Uh, We both got one each. We both missed the second. England have just scored their third. Uh, After a run of nine consecutive wins between February 21 and October 22, Leicester have lost their past three Premier League games against promoted sides, uh, Leicester Craig. Bournemouth have won their past two Premier League games against Leicester, despite training at half-time both times. Here we go. No team has ever won three in a row against an opponent when losing at the interval before. Yeah, welcome to Leicester. Well, to be honest, hopefully... We won't go in one nil down, you know. If we go in one nil up, you know, then at the end of the day, we've got a good track record against you, Chris. You have, and we'll come on to that in a second. But Lester Craig, you, you just mm. oh, oh yeah, sorry, I'm getting rather excited here. Brazil have just missed another one. Um, you know that when the, you know if you want if you want to beat a record, play Leicester. Can I just say, it shows how exciting our season's been when Chris gets excited about a penalty shootout in a women's friendly. How dare you? How dare? That was very sexist. Look, it's not a friendly. It's the World Universe Challenge Cup or something. Oh, okay. It, it's oh, like the coach is the European champions. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean... I can see that happening. Can you? Um, yeah, you know, I can see. <laughs> I can. Uh, uh, Chris's deliveroo's arrived. 
Um, <laughs> How did you know? Um, yeah, I can see anything happening in a Leicester game, to be honest. Yeah, you know, I think I've given up trying to predict anything because uh, we are anything if not unpredictable. Yeah, well, totally, totally. Um, I think if Brazil miss this, they might actually be out. Oh, I've lost the game, I should say. Um, you mentioned your form uh, against us, Bournemouth, Craig. Yes. Uh, times we've played you in all in the Premier League. You did disappear for a couple of seasons, but you went and came back. Uh, we've won two. You've won four of those. We've won two at home, but you have won none away. Do you know what? I completely forgot about that. So we haven't won at the King Power. No. But do you know one thing? They've... Two of those five draws was in our first season. Of course, the season that you won the Premier League. Yes. We were teams, one of the only teams. teams we, go now. <laughs> we were one of the only teams that you didn't actually beat that season. Sadly. Sadly, I remember going back a little bit further, um, you beating us in consecutive Boxing Day games 1-0. With Colin Clark scoring both times. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, was that, yeah. was that in black and white years? <laughs> Sadly, it was in colour. I think I think it was um, in the days when Bournemouth had just played in red and black stripes. Oh, they still do. World champions, world champions. Yeah, Colin Clark, world champions. <laughs> You've changed, Chris. You have. <laughs> I've covered. I'm covering the women's world hey. cup. I've covered the Euros. The men. Hey, there's no room. The women. There's no room for you and your political correctness on talk TV. <laughs> I don't have you on again. I did TV news the other week. <laughs> Damn. I did say actually. I did say like if, if Pierce Morgan and Jeremy Kyle aren't right wing enough, get Chris on. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we've been looking for a decent right winger all season. Well, this is true. This is true. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. We haven't won away either, and obviously I've been to a few Leicester Bournemouth games. Uh, I think the last time we won was a Kevin Phillips late winner in the season we got promoted. Either of you, well, if you remember that? No, I don't remember that. Uh, there we are, Matt knows. Yeah, Matt's the one that knows. You see, we got we have got the wrong uh, the wrong cherry. Oh, that's our shit. To be honest, he. <laughs> He is an encyclopedia of knowledge. Um, he's got multiple shirts, it, honestly. Um, I used to think Lester Craig was like that, but when we come to the quiz at the end, yeah, he's, he's struggling uh, a bit. He's struggling a I bit. am. Lena, you're quite right, Lena. Well said. Well said, young lady. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm easily bought. These, these are the three last times we played each other. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, Bournemouth, Craig, you beat us 2-1 earlier in the season. I can't remember yeah. what. It must have been an excuse from Brendan, but I can't think. Was was, was was the sun too hot or was the wind blowing in the wrong direction? or I don't know. But you beat us. No, you were just crap, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but you beat us 4-1 before that, last, at the end yeah. of last season. Um, actually, was that was um, during Operation Restart? 
interesting. Yeah. yeah, believe it or not, um, that was only one of two games that we won during that period. The other one, of course, being Everton last game of the season, um, which, funny enough, is last game of the season this season as well. Um, but yeah, we were poor during Operation Restart. But Leicester come to town. Of course, we've got a good track record against you. And of course, we beat you again. I've got to say this. I don't believe it. Because Matthew's got something wrong. He's had to correct himself. Pretty hell. <laughs> um, 49 minutes into the show, if anybody wants to clip that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clipping it. <laughs> Although, g- 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 give Matt his due. Um, he was yeah, one year old, old at that old. point. And I was one year old at that point as well. So, you know, yeah. All right, Daddy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 2020, August 2020 was the last time we beat them. Great. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's just one of those games, isn't it, now, where... It, Bournemouth have become a little bit of a bogey side. Because I think even when we... Even when we won the league, I think... I think it may have been the start of Jamie Vardy's run. Um, but even that was like a, a really hard-fought penalty winner, I think. I don't think we've we've particularly had many good performances against Bournemouth down the year. And the, yeah. the, the, the penalty ran over to the Leicester fans. I was just sat behind in the book, surrounded by two yeah. Bournemouth fans that were built like rich shithouses. And you can see me on Match of the Day as the camera followed Jamie Vardy, and I'm just sat there like that. Because I didn't celebrate. Leicester Craig, what have we got mm. to do? What have we got to do to win this? Uh, two things. Off. I think they've... Well, yeah, I think they've got to... Um, well, three things. They've got to play with the same amount of aggression that they showed against Villa. Number two, they need to keep and use the ball better. And three, they just need to stay switched on. Um, because we are getting punished for our mistakes. You know, that, you know, Wilf indeed, he plays a, you know, a shocking pass. And a guy, a guy who hasn't scored for about 18 months just whips it in first time into the top corner. I, I mean, any other time that's going in the, in the stand. So I think those are the three keys, you know, keep the ball better, use it better, be braver. Yes. I think we were still a little bit, you know, playing within ourselves and not wanting to make um, tougher passes in case they didn't come off. You know, the, you can do those in the right areas of the pitch, not in front of your own box, but a bit higher up the pitch. But I'd, I would like to see the same level of aggression, uh, controlled aggression, Um to, to 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 give us something and if nothing else it does get the crowd going it gets the crowd on your side when they see the team giving everything oh, you know no one can 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 hold that against the team if they've given everything they can and for whatever happens whether it's a missed chance it's a wonder goal it's a bad refereeing decision fair enough but i think leicester got away with it a little bit you know at the weekend uh, um against villa because there was an improved level of performance, because there was a couple of dodgy uh, um, referee decisions, 
Yeah. I think yeah. the crowd went with them. Uh, and it, it is a case of more of the same. And I have read that um, the chairman and the board want, want to try and keep these two in charge until the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So they really need a result um, on Saturday. I think if they get a result and a decent performance, they'll probably stick with them. And then that'll be it to the end of the that season. When we have to be honest with you, because depending where we are at the end of the season, as we said earlier, depends who we can probably exactly. go for. You know, exactly. same question to you, Bournemouth, Craig, or Paddy. Yeah. Oh, it, Matt started something now, hasn't he? Yeah, that, yeah. That's not going away, is it? Do you watch Emmerdale <laughs> at all, uh, Lester Craig? Say that again. Do you watch Emmerdale at all? Uh, no, I don't, because last time I looked, I had a life. <laughs> well, I don't either, but Matthew, uh, who is the Bournemouth uh, uh, fan, uh, reckons that Bournemouth Craig looks like Paddy. So, I, don't I know. really don't. I really don't. To be fair, because you look a lot like Annie Sugden. Which is probably the last time <laughs> that I watched her. How far back are you going? What have you got to do to win the game? I think what we got to do is control the midfield. We need to be, Matt's actually said it, is be clinical up front. So Solanke um, isn't an out-and-out goal scorer. Um, he will come back. He will make passes. He's not greedy as a striker. But then again, he's not converting any goals at the moment. So we need to find a way to actually score firstly, but also control that midfield. Um, control that midfield will stop Leicester playing. And the midfield is our strength. Um, of course, we got Billing in there, Lerma in there. Um, I reckon we'll probably go with the same formation um, as we did last time round, which is a 4-4-1-1. Um, but I reckon it'll probably be Billing and Lerma in that centre too. I think we've got to be a little bit as well. Uh, Dongo Atara um, did start against Brighton. He started against Fulham as well. Um, and I think he struggled recently. He's a very talented player, very young player. I think, though, Marcus Tavernier has been excellent. And I think we've probably got to start with him. He's very good at shooting from outside the box. Uh, oh, crikey. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I th that would be my plan. Control the midfield, somehow find goals. There is an issue at Bournemouth at the moment, and that is that um, Kiefer Moore and Chris Metham aren't getting their places. Of course, they played for Wales. I'm not sure what the problem is there because Kiefer Moore has got that height advantage. He's great in the box. Um, he's not particularly very quick, but he'll hold up that ball for somebody else to make some plays in. Um, so I'm hoping that, that whatever issue that has been, you know, has been created... Um, you know, is actually solved. And, uh, yeah, somebody definitely looks like Paddy. I wonder who that is, Matt. You're going to have to find out who that is, mate. 
and who um, you when you've got to go by the way because it's ten o'clock and I know you you show starts. Isn't it? Yeah, we to be honest, it's not live, so we can we'll be pre-recording it. Um, but you're welcome on both of you. Um, it will be great to get your input, and it is just a anything goes show really. Much like this one every week. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanks for popping in, Matthew, and uh, thanks for being big enough to say that you were crap and got it wrong. <laughs> Craig, we're not going to do a pick the team this week. Um, I just fed up with it, to be honest with you, because we never get votes, do we? Um, but no. what do you think he's going to? I mean, you know, um, Paddy's told us what he thinks Bournemouth's going to do. What do you think? Which What do you think Leicester are going to do? Um, I think, I, I mean, if it was me, I think I'd be going with, with like a 4-1-3-1. Um, I think, I think if you go two up front, I, I, I'd prefer two up front, but I'm not sure that we're going to get the balance right. Um, I think, you know, Harvey, you know, plays quite high up. He rarely comes back and helps out anyway. So he's almost like a two up front. Um, but I think you've got to have uh, Madison in the middle. Uh, and for me, I'd probably put um, Pereira out on the right um, for that speed and directness that he's got. Um, it can turn defence into attack very quickly. He's very positive on the ball. And I think that's what we need, those sort of quick transitions to get up the pitch quickly. Um, so that, that's, where, that's where I would go, to be honest. Dennis Pratt, would he come in? Potentially, I just think that that Ricardo gives you a bit more pace. I, I wouldn't be against um, uh, Pratt playing. You could even play Inacho off uh, off the right hand side, to be honest. To so you've got a connection from either side with the second uh, winger, um, sort of joining joining with a central striker because Inacho loves coming in off that side anyway on his left foot and trying to get uh, get shots on goal. Right, it's that time of the show when we have to um, try and guess what the score is going to be. Um, and like I said just the other day, earlier on your on your show, um, Pats, I said if you, if you look at our predictions, if, if we if Leicester had the same points as first lot we're getting in our predictions, they would have been uh, relegated about three months ago. Um, but okay. Um, We'll come to you in a, in, in a second, um, Bournemouth Craig, but this is where it's gone. Jerry hasn't responded to me yet. He might be away with the bank holiday weekend, and obviously, being an ex-player, I don't want to particularly uh, hound him. Um, Brad, now, you might notice here, something a little bit different this week, um, is that some of these scores are in green, and some of them are in red. Now, it is still the Leicester one first because we are the home side. I also asked I asked two questions, didn't I, Craig? I said, what is your score prediction mm. and do you think Leicester will stay up? Oh, if okay. the score is in green, those are the people that think Leicester will stay up. If the scores are in red, those are the people that think Leicester will go down. So, Brad has gone 3-1 to Leicester and stay up. Uh, I've gone 2-1, but I, I've just got this feeling that we are not going to get out of this one, that we need to go down and rebuild and start anew. Craig thinks it's going to be a goal fest. 
I mean, yeah, I, I can't remember the last time we scored. Oh, no, it was Tottenham we scored for. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, uh, TJ, if you're watching. Um, <laughs> and you think we will stay up. Um, Marsh is, is never one for mincing words. Um, the word he used was desire. And like he, and he also said, yeah, if we start to show desire now, but is it too late? He's gone for a draw. Uh, Ian Wilson, uh, all the way from Dubai, lucky bugger, has gone 2-0 and yes. Steve Linux has gone 1-0 and yes, which probably means we'll lose 5-0 and get relegated in 20th place, knowing Steve's predictions. And Steve Walsh has gone 2-1 to Leicester, but he thinks we'll go down as well. So a bit of a mixed bag there. Um, Paddy. I know what score you've gone for, but do shout it out again, and then will Bournemouth stay up? I think it'll be a 2-1 win for Bournemouth. Mm. Um, I personally think that it'll be Billing that will score um, the first goal. Lerma, they'll probably get the second. Solanke's not not on form, you know, or he's, he's lacking confidence in front of the goal. It'd be better if he did score, because hopefully that gives him a little bit of impetus going forwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll give predictions for both teams. Um, I think we'll stay up. I think Leicester will stay up as well. I'm not just saying that because I'm on here. Um, personally, I think that Southampton... I think are dead in the water. That lot down the M27, they're just crap, aren't they, generally? Um, I've had a look at all the fixture lists. Nottingham Forest have got a horrendous fixture list. So I think Forest will go down. Just a, just a loop the Forest fan comments there. Yeah. <laughs> I personally, um, personally, I do think... Forest will go down. Um, yeah, sorry. Sorry, the true red. I know he's left some nice comments. And to be honest, the Forest fans have been really, really nice, actually, on our channel. Um, so, you know, I do um, apologise, but this is how I see it at this moment in time. The other one could be a cock-up between a number of different teams. Are Everton going to be found out? Everton haven't particularly got a nice run-in um, as themselves. Leeds have got a horrendous run-in. I don't particularly think they're, they're that good. Um, West Ham, the other night, of course, was thrashed 5-1 by Newcastle. And Wolves, like I say... They seem to beat the teams at the top, but then get beat by the teams at the bottom. They probably got the easiest running of the lot. They probably have got the. E- they probably got an easier running than Leicester, but based on what they've done, you know, could you say that they're safe because they've done this all season? Where they've, you think, well, oh, should win this? Have you been watching Brad at all? Craig Bournemouth Craig, because that was a very long answer to will Bournemouth stay up or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, to, to be honest, I, you know, I'm, I'm a bit like a politician, and I? I just want to make sure I give you the whole answer. Um, but yeah, I think we'll stay up. I think it's going to be very, very close. Um, right. The moment, hang on, I better tell you, I better. T- there you go. I'll mute him, Craig. I can come to you. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Will Bournemouth stay up? <laughs> um, I I don't think they will. I, 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 
Ooh. Just be, the reason is, I think I usually go with teams that I think have got goals in them, and I'm not sure you've got enough goals in you. Um, it's the same with Forest. I think I, I think Forest are going to are going to go that that bad run in, and they, you know, we can't hang on to a lead, and they they definitely can't hang on to a lead at the moment. Um, I don't know who he is, but Paddy, he just comes on the show every yeah. night. <laughs> uh, there's other, there's other teams I would rather go. To be fair, I would rather Everton go. I would rather West Ham go. So I hope you stay up, but I just I do think that you may struggle for for just getting enough goals. Yeah. No, that's a fair point to be honest, and that is an issue that has been this all yeah. all season. Um, but I think there's three games in particular towards the end of the season which jump out for us. And that is, we've got a run of West Ham at home, Southampton away, and then Leeds at home. Those three games are in a row and they are pivotal to this season. Yeah. Get seven points out of those, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. You know, of course, get one point out of those, I think... Um, how should we put this? I think, put, put nicely, we're probably fucked. That is a footballing term for anybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are the predictions. Um, like I said, I don't think either of us are actually full of confidence, except Craig, who went for a 4-2. Uh, but this is, the, that was all right. this is the best part of the evening, basically because I'm winning. So, Bournemouth, Craig... Don't join in yet because it's between me and Craig. But basically, and you asked me the other day about players that have played for both sides. And I bring up a player's history and Craig has to try and guess the player from that history. And if Craig can't get it, we'll just see out of interest if you can. And we know how good you are at quizzes, Paddy. (laughs) What do you mean if if I can't get it? (laughs) <laughs> you, you found my you found my Achilles heel. Oh, I have. It's taken me a few years. Yeah. Uh, right, this player started at Leicester from '82 to '88. He went to Swindon on loan. He went to Celtic for a season. They went to Leeds on loan. Then he joined Southampton. Uh, went to Bournemouth for '94, '96, and then came back to Leicester from '97 to 2002. Jesus. No, no, that's not the right answer. You're not even putting it up on the screen, are you? So I can uh, I can peruse no. it. No. Oh, it is on the screen. It is on the screen. There it yeah. is, right in the middle of the screen. <laughs> Sorry. Can I just it's say? Yeah, 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 if Jesus, I'd say play him now, because at least he saves. <laughs> right. <laughs> Started at Leicester. Matthew's got it right, by the way. Swindon loan, Celtic. Leeds loan. I'm struggling with it. Someone who was playing in the early 80s when I was around, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I've I've not been nasty to you and gone back from the 50s. (laughs) In fact, there wasn't that many, actually. There wasn't that many. No, but but then he came back 20 years later. Yes. Jeez. I think you're probably going to get me again here. Um, really? Oh, what a shame. Ian Andrews. <laughs> Why do you say Ian Andrews? What, what, 
what makes you think Ian Andrews? Just because it's a name that just came to me and out of the top of my head. Well, you could have said two, the two players that were, because I was asked the question, uh, wasn't I, earlier by uh, by Craig, uh, Bournemouth Craig, um, in, mm. in the chat before on his show. And, of course, the two recent ones that have shared teams was Jan Kermagant, who apparently somehow is a uh, a Bournemouth legend. Um mm. Legend, possibly, but not a legend. <laughs> and of course, Max Gradle. Yeah. But I want to say, I don't know what made you choose him. You could have, I mean, you know, there's, there's only five to choose from. Oh, wow. You bloody got it right, didn't you? It was <laughs> Andrews. Excellent. Um, well. There we go. There he is in his full glory. And you know, when he came back to us in 1997 to 2000, he never played one game. Did he not? No, no, no. He no. was the um, watch, watch, or whatever it was of his day. You know. Yeah. I, I honestly no idea where that came from, but it, it's clearly was it back in there somewhere. It was. Damn. <laughs> damn right. Next one's got to be harder. Uh, would you have got that, Paddy? Um. Yeah. I, I think I. You know, because. Of course, we were trying to work out the other day, um, and we only come to five as well. How many players had played for both clubs? The other is a way you can find out. It's called Google. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but to be honest, Matt's a bit better. Well, to be honest, Matt's just the encyclopedia of knowledge. Yes. He don't need Google. He don't need Google. <laughs> well. I am now my my week my my week was happy because we got rid of Brenda, <laughs> but it's been totally ruined now because Craig beat me. Um, Sorry, Mike. It, it's all over. It's all over. That's it. You know. But look, Craig, Paddy, Craig, thank you so much for coming on. Do give a shout out as to where I mean it's going across the bottom, but do give a shout out as to where people can find you. Yep, that's great. Thanks for having me on again, Chris. Um, always a laugh the, when I come on in. Well, yeah, you, you you could have asked many people. To be honest, you should have asked Matt, really, but you got me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you can find us on UTC IAD up the cherries in all departments. Um, we do interviews. We've got our cherry picking show, um, opposition preview shows. Of course, Chris himself is on there as well. So, yeah, do come check us out. We will. And you are going, we're not going live because it's a pre-record, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, thank you so much, sir, and we will see you probably nip over in about five minutes. Yep, that is great, Chris. Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Cheers, buddy. I'll cool. See you then. Take Cheers, care. Greg. Cheers. See you soon. Cheers. Cheers bye. Bye. And let's get. Oh, he's still there. Can't get rid of him. Hey, yo, you see, you love me that much. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> just say, Craig. Thank you very, very much. You're um, welcome. Got there in the end. We did. You, well, we did, yeah. I, could, I did say you do like to make an entrance, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and, what, and what a way to finish. Good old Ian Andrews. Oh, I don't believe that. I literally don't believe that. <laughs> Have a fantastic Easter weekend with your family. Thank you very much. For you too. Um, fingers crossed for the win. 
and uh, I will see you next week. And hopefully, we've both got a smile on our face. Yes, let, let, let's hope so. Let's think, hope uh, things are looking a little rosier. Indeed. All the best, mate. Take care, bud. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Yeah, bye bye. Thanks to Craig. He took his time. He took the scenic route, but he got here eventually. Uh, I'm not having two Craigs on again. <laughs> Never doing that. Uh, oh, thanks to everybody that has been watching, and thanks to everybody from uh, Up the Cherries in all departments. Uh, it's a great, great channel. Um, great friends of ours. Um, do get over there and give them your support. Um, well, haha, <laughs> it's bank holiday. It's Easter. Um, we all know what happened at Easter. Will Leicester rise? I'm a bit worried. I really am. I will see you tomorrow at nine when we'll be doing the prediction show. Take care, everybody. See you then. This has been Leicester Till I Die. I've been Chris. Thank you for watching and listening. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.